Blog Talk Radio. What you listening to, man? What they talking about? They talking I got about? my hand up on that knob, trying to figure trying out. To figure it out. doesn't matter who's the guest or what's the subject. What? Cause they keep it 100 and them callers love it. The real show got you tuned in, race action. Uh, bad chick texting uh, what's happening. They ain't here giving 5 o'clock news. The host keep it blunt, sharing their point of view. Uh, they going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter. Got no filter. Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest with music and what's trending, that's basic. On primetime hours, you can never go wrong. Thinking uh, night uh, music uh, and what's uh, going uh, on. On your neck of the woods, like, hey, I'll rock on today, like, feel it entertained with the radio show, Tuesday, Thursday, take another, let them know. Let them telephone rings, yeah, I'm on this thing. Eastern time on a Tuesday, so that means you're tuned in to the radio show on blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. You're listening to the podcast and you're listening to one of our partners that we have out there. But thanks for joining us for another Action Pack episode. More applause. Yeah. Everybody's here. Your boy Cujo, Tiki Blue, ATL Diva, The Jerk, Easy, M16, we're all here. Guys, another Tuesday. Going on. Happy birthday, Pop. Everybody talking one. Happy birthday, who? Today's Tupac. Tupac's birthday. That's what Jerk was saying. Today's Tupac's birthday. Ah, ah, yes. Uh, Happy birthday, Tupac. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy heavenly birthday. Is that what we do? I I hope he hears this. <laughs> Man, you did say we had a listener. You did say we had a listener in like Iceland or something like that, right? One, some, I mean, like France, UK. We, you know, we as a easy would say, what have we done? Easy, we've done what? We were what? We international All right, mofos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, usual uh, shenanigans on deck. Uh, if you want to put this up, you can do that five one six three eight seven one eight zero five. Uh, you can text the show uh, 678-800-167 questions, concerns, whatever, however. All right. So um, it's really kind of only one place to start with this. Um, and that's what's been taking over the news uh, pretty much, i say, ever since the weekend when this started, which was the Rayshard Brooks and a win 
parking lot by a couple of police officers. Um, the whole thing is just a just another disaster on top of disaster on top of disaster that's happening in 2020. Um, yeah, it's probably time to punt on this whole year at this point with the way things are going. Um, here we are again, guys. Another issue, another black man with the police that ends fatally. This is tiresome. How, how much how much more has to happen for something has to change? Can y'all hear me? Yes. Okay, so my thoughts on this one are a little bit different than some people. Yeah, like I'm tired of it too. I'm tired of even having to have this discussion. I'm tired of just seeing this in the news. But I feel like there needs to be another conversation going on as well. Um, one about responsibility. And the reason I say that is I feel like there's enough responsibility to go around the table on this one. It's not as clear-cut as George Floyd. And I know that there are some other issues with the cops that particularly shot Mr. Brooks, but I feel like this whole situation was bad from the incept. And it's enough to go around to put blame or share the responsibility on a lot of folks, not just on the cop and not just on Mr. Brooks on this one. But I feel like we also need to be having a conversation about responsibility internally because if we already know that tensions are high, you know, shit's popping off from every angle, you know, there's always the possibility at this point in particular in time that if you're calling the police down, just, again, with the climate of everything, anything could possibly happen. So if you all are mad because this man is asleep in the drive through just like the cop went up and opened up his door and was like, hey, you all right? Any of the many patrons who are mad and beeping their horns and yelling at him being asleep in the drive through I wish somebody had went up to the window and said, hey, man, you're asleep. We need to get you some help. Let's get you out the line. And this whole situation could have ended differently. Like, I just, I just, it's just so much to this particular case. But I think just in general, we're just all tired. And I don't know what needs to happen, what can happen, what's supposed to be happening. But, shit, I'm just exhausted from even having to have this conversation at this point. I agree. I I had a question about that because I didn't even understand why the police were called in the first place. Like, who? Nobody wanted to say who called. Like, how did they even get there, and why did they think it was a matter that deserved the police to be called? I didn't. I didn't. Nobody really. Hey, Diva, on that. Diva, it was a. It was the Wendy's. Like, it was a Wendy's employee that called originally. Oh. And see, that strikes a, a nerve with me a little bit because when I was younger, my dad worked overnight shifts for like 20 plus years. So he used to be that person who was going to get breakfast in the morning on the way from home. And he fell asleep, falling asleep in the drive through several times. And, you know, people who actually knew him would like go by and blow the horn and be like, hey, and he was asleep. So that's, you know, an innocent thing that happened. Um, you know, and for someone to kind of, you know, lose their life over it. And especially if you already knew the guy had a DUI, you, one, you knew he wasn't much of a threat, and two, 
um, you know, you knew he wasn't 100% cognitive of his behavior. I'm not making an excuse for him, but I'm just saying you go into any situation just understanding what you're dealing with and setting those expectations. But um, like you said, I don't really know. I think it's triggering enough um, conversation that is going to have to yield new results and not the whole just sweep it under the rug. I just really don't think that's going to work this time. So. Like, I just have so mm-hmm. – I'm going to argue, I just have so many things that I don't understand about this case. Like, I don't understand why, like he said – that his wife or his girl, they had been out drinking. She had been ordering all the drinks. He didn't even know what she was drinking. Well, why was he the only one in the car? Like, where was she? Did he take her home? And if he was that drunk, why did she even let him go back out? Like, was nobody else at the house that could be like, hey, y'all don't need, you don't need to go back out? Like, what happened with that situation? Like, that was an issue from just – I was mad about that point because if he was that drunk and somebody knew that he was that drunk, I don't care how hungry you were, like – you should have been like, you don't need to go out because just think, before he even got to the Wendy's, he could have hit somebody, had a, a drunk driver and had a head-on collision and killed somebody just from being that drunk to even start with. If you're so drunk that you get to the drive-thru and you go to sleep, like, how did you even get to this point? You know? Like, I just had issues just from from that point, not even all the way up to when he got shot. Just, you know, and I know everybody saying, oh, he was drunk, he wasn't in his right mind. But I'm just looking at the time, but it takes time to get somebody out the car, for them to explain a second, third time what has happened, for them to wait for you to run their license and and tag, for you to give them a field sobriety test, for you to give them a breathalyzer test, and then come back with the results. And initially he wasn't fighting back, and then he, you know, he started resisting once he went to go grab his second hand to cuff it. Like, there was plenty of time for this guy to run if he was going to run. Like, I'm thinking, like, was there something else? Like, did he say, you know, in his mind, oh, shit, I'm going to get locked up. I don't want to take this drunk, you know, this DUI or whatever because I got some other charges out there. You know, like, what was going on? It's so many unknowns about this whole case. Like, a lot of it just doesn't sit well with me. I agree with you on that. So I guess we just kind of have to see what happens. So, I mean, the interesting thing is the chief of police resigned, correct? Um, amidst all of this. So I don't know um, if that was under the pressure of the NAACP or what, but, um, you know, I'm pretty sure it's still being investigated. So we'll see what happens. Hell, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know why she resigned. Was it just because she was saying, I don't even want to deal with this? I was just about to say the same thing. Like, I don't even get the logic as to why she resigned. Pressure from the mayor. And I don't know if the mayor even pushed her to do that. You know, like. Because, yeah, they're keeping her on staff. Like, so what was the point of this? You know, did she just say, fuck it? I don't want to do it? Like, I don't get it. Well, you got to see that over the last couple of situations. This isn't the first one. Just the other week when the kids were downtown protesting, there was like six cops involved with. Um, APD cops that got a couple of them got terminated. Actually, I think almost all of them got terminated by Keisha Lance Bottoms because they basically, you know, harassed and um, I don't know if they tased those kids, um, but it was like two college kids in the car. 
so that situation just happened like a like not even I don't want to say even a month ago, and now this happened. So it's like a a situation on top of situation on top of situation makes it look like she can't do her damn job. So either she's not, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, off with the head is what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying. So somebody's gonna take the hit for this, and it's got somebody gotta take a hit to make it look like there's some kind of reform. So it was gonna be her because Keisha is being, you know, groomed for possible VP. So she's not gonna take the hit. So the chief had to take it. Period. Politics. She didn't clean up her house fast enough, basically. So, you know, they already had other scandals. So this is the second one within, like, six weeks. So, you know, made it look like she can't handle her police officer. Probably also a timing mm-hmm. thing. Like, this is the worst possible time uh, for any of this to happen on what's considered your watch, whether some people feel it's justified, whatever. You, you can't have this right now because the amount of scrutiny and um, just the amount of public pressure that'll come from a situation like this is almost like, because Kuja, I thought you say that, like, you, you figured that it was the mayor that was kind of pushing for like, hey, somebody got to fall on the sword for this and it ain't going to be me. So you're going to have to do something because people want some type of, they, they want something, you know, people are out here protesting. They want answers. It's it's something to try to I guess appease the people or whatever, but this these situations they just keep happening and I mean you just don't have any choice you can't ignore it it it's just right in your face really really uh, it's crazy times right now for real jerk Cujo you guys had anything to to add on this um, this uh, whole thing on this particular story not not really. I mean, as far as what has to happen next for us to finally be past it, other than laws that hold these people accountable and a new system that takes them holding themselves accountable stuff for stuff out of the equation altogether, I really don't see much change much change happening. I mean, I, <clears throat> I don't understand the concept of was reasonable action from the perfect from the perspective of a police officer. It should be, was it a reasonable action from the perspective of a reasonable person? So once you start trying to create your own definition standpoints, you can make it whatever you want to make it. You can make people believe it is what it is because they are so-called professionals. But if you see a guy running away from you, you shooting him in the back in any situation is just cold-blooded murder. I mean, you just, regardless of what led up to it. I mean, for a long time, there was a federal law that cops couldn't shoot anybody that was that was running, that they were in pursuit of, mostly because mm-hmm. of the danger it put bystanders in, but they fought long and hard to defang that thing. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, if, 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 a, if an 18-year-old kid can go to Iraq and have people running as this person all the time and not shoot on a regular basis, you'd think the people that live in our neighborhoods could do the same. You know, it's... To me, it's got to be laws, and they have to change the uh, the accountability, the people who hold these people accountable, and separate the whole. Uh, <clears throat> they have to do more separation of the criminal justice system because right now, police, for some weird reason, think their judge, jury, and ex- executioner based on their mood in that moment, and that's just not cool. 
but that's my three cents. No, nah, well, well, well yeah, said, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't think this is the best, that's the best example to use only because uh, this one isn't, this one to me isn't, isn't all that black and white. Um, I think from, from both sides of the equation, there is some level of, um, I won't say fault, but I'll say responsibility that could be taken from the guy they got from from Brooks himself as well as the officers. Um, there's a lot that could have transpired transpired prior to uh, him actually getting shot that could have prevented him being shot, again, on both sides. Um, what after after looking at the um, not in, not in its entirety, but at least the angle from the windy surveillance, the new video that came out, um, you can kind of see where, and I've heard from um, some other other people kind of close to it uh, that said that the cop actually took one of the um, one of the nodes from the taser to the face. And you kind of see where it jumped back. It just did the second didn't connect in order to, you know, actually um, neutralize them or whatever. Um, right. But that, but, but that shit is, that shit is dangerous. Like if he would have made contact and the cop, like it shuts your whole nervous system down and the shot busted, the cop busted his head on the concrete and died. Then, you know what I mean? Like it's it, in one, what we just, uh, I think ATL Diva brought up the, uh, the situation with the, uh, the kids, the, the college kids getting tased the cops were fired because they were told that the taser is a deadly weapon. When it's in the hands of a civilian, you know, shooting backwards at a police officer, now we're saying it's not a deadly weapon. But also, there have been other situations where, you know, other people um, who weren't black, who may have done worse or equal or, or whatever where they were shown some type of leniency from a police officer that's fantastic that's how it should be but also you can't you know you can't expect everybody to react this, the same way in those situations when faced with you know being being shot at with a with a weapon you know what i mean like if he could have shown some restraint but also i won't say it was justified i mean pull, pulling your gun out to retaliate to somebody shooting at you isn't that far fit. So I, I think this this particular case, not necessarily the the generalization of somebody running away from you and you firing at them as they're running away. I think with a lot that was with this particular case is is not that black and white. I, I don't. I think there's a, a whole lot of gray area um, in here, and I think we've all kind of spoken to it in terms of like you know some accountability on the on the citizen on the, you know the, the suspect side i think the tiki was was talking talking about and then you know from the from the police officer side as well uh yeah it's just um i appreciate that cool joe we um you know we just felt like it was you know couldn't have this happen and it not be in our backyard and not mention it so you know we we talk about it we wanted to get that out there but um to let the the listeners out there know that we got the serious stuff away it'd be time for some shenanigans we want to have some fun but we just couldn't ignore that that happening right in our backyard um that's a lot of craziness out there we just hope for change as best we can but anyway appreciate um uh, well oh wait i gotta finish it the way that we normally do and this concludes race talk, hopefully for a while
All right. Appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen to the radio show. We appreciate you. Coming up, we got um, actually a, a music double play, which I'll tell you about what we're getting ready to play when, once we take a break. But before we get to all that, my man EZ's got something to tell you. All right. So uh, 16 gave me this scripted thing that I have to say, but it's about our show. So I'm going to just go off the beaten path with it. Look, if you haven't listened to it already, y'all need to check out the radio show, The Aftermath. We got some dope interviews with some dope people talking about all different kinds of arts and different things they're doing. We've talked to people that own a brewery. We talked to somebody who has their own clothing line. We've talked to artists. We've talked to musicians. We've talked to all kind of cool and interesting people. So if you haven't already, check out the radio show, The Aftermath. We usually post one to two every weekend. Check it out. Dope conversations, cool people, some jokes here and there. We talk about sports. We talk about all different kind of things. So if you haven't already, if you've listened to the live show, but you haven't listened to The Aftermath, go ahead and give it a listen. It's a different perspective. Same show, different perspective. That's all I got. Easy bringing knowledge. And please, yes, we got, we did, we did two this, this weekend, including your boy Cujo making his Aftermath debut where we talked to uh, one of the artists that we're going to be playing here coming up soon, Jordan Pauline, in a really uh, fun interview. So what we're going to do to try to lighten things up here since we were talking about uh, all the, the race stuff before we shake it up with some, you know, typical shenanigans around here. We're actually going to play uh, two songs here, Step Away for a second. So the, fir- the first song we're going to play is who was on the Aftermath. Uh, it's an artist by the name of Richie Evans. All right, so we're going to play a song from him. We talked to him on the Aftermath. You make sure and check that out. Uh, the song that we're going to play from him is called Overdose on Arrogance. Once that one is over, we're going to play a song from another guest that was on the show. Uh, her name is Jordan Pauline. We're going to play a song called Spiral from her. So you get a double dose of underground music from two cool artists. Then when we come back, we got Cujo Snack Plug. So just remember and never forget, you're not listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. So enjoy this underground music, and we will be back in just a second. I chase it with that grapefruit. My vibe is a million, really, I'm on straight Louis V. Damier, young Richie Cassius Clay. The life of Pablo, swinging to my Ishka, yay. My glow is infectious, my grind on some necklace. If you up to me, you know who best is. Yeah, confidence at the highest cost. You can't call yourself a boss if you ain't took a loss. And got it all back, pure stacks, all right. It's all hustlers over here, baby, all fat, all arrogant, hopping out Carrera with, show you I will never miss, Kobe. Justin 
million in the summertime. I want the race, he wants the Ferrari. I'm on that creed, he on that Bugari. Smelling great.
right, good people. Welcome back to the radio show. You got the whole crew here. Your boy Kujo, Tiki Blue, ATL Diva, The Jerk, EZ, and I'm M16. Thank you for listening. All right, what you just heard was a double play from two guests that have been on the show before. The first song you heard was Richie Evans' Overdose on Arrogance. That uh, interview is in the archives if you want to check that out. And then the song after that was Jordan Pauline with Spiral. Both of those are available for streaming on any of your streaming lists out there. So appreciate that. You want to hit us up uh, via text 678-800-1677. If you want to give us a call, 516-387-1805. All right, it's time for the ever-popular Your Boy Cujo Snack Plug and Cujo. You're getting sponsored again this week. Your snack plug is being brought to you by the new album from Edson Sean. It's called Relax, Relate, Release. It's available for download on all streaming platforms. So now here's Cujo getting you fat off of a snack. Let's do it. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm coming to you today with a, another little teaser or something for you to go out and get. Plugging you to something that I hope that we all enjoyed as kids, and that is um, Rice Krispie Treats. Everybody loves Rice Krispie Treats. I would hope everybody loves Rice Krispie Treats, because I love Rice Krispie Treats. And you got to love what I love in order to be plugged in with the snack plug. So anyway, Rice Krispie Treats released poppers, kind of in fashion with what a lot of candy and snack manufacturers are doing. They're making, you know, larger snacks in a more snackable size, um, smaller, that you can consume more of it, basically. Rice Krispie Treats made snap, crackle, poppers. So if you can imagine bite-sized Rice Krispie Treat balls, essentially, um, coated in white chocolate. Um, there's another one that's actually coated in regular chocolate. So you got the chocolate, you got the white chocolate one is cookies and cream. Go out and grab Snap Crackle and Poppers, Kellogg's, Rice Krispie Treat, Snap Crackle and Poppers. I fuck with the vision. Easy to consume or kill a whole bag of these. Um, you, you just got to try them. You just got to try them. Man, I, I actually have had some of those, Kujo. They are delicious. The ones you're talking about that's got the chocolate coating on them, is that the ones you're talking about? Well, yeah. So, so yeah. So, they got one one version is chocolate, and then they got another one is cookies and cream. And though, the cookies and cream one has white chocolate. The cookies chocolate and cream and it, is divine. Oh, my oh God. man, it it is it is church for your tongue. I, I don't know which is, the divine is probably a better way of putting it. You 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 can literally taste the diabetes as as you're consuming in, it in the so in good. the best way possible. Not not like this yeah. isn't this is this isn't not Kool Aid diabetes, from... diabetes, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> what is diabetes? Yeah, that's a whole different diabetes. Like, diabetes taste. It, it tastes exactly. You, all right, you know what exactly diabetes like tastes like? Kool-Aid. You know that whole exact that whole like pool of sugar at the bottom of your Kool Aid. That's diabetes. <laughs> that's what it tastes like. Oh. When something when something is so sweet that it hurts. 
Like it hurts you to eat it because it's that sweet. That's the hood Kool-Aid. That's diabetes. This is yes. this this balances this balances the lines of of diabetes. This is just the sugars. This is before you get diabetes. This is just you know it balances <laughs> that line. <laughs> Hey, a, a much more pleasant experience, if you will. So lose your foot and not your whole leg. Diabetes. Would you? <laughs> yeah, would you like, like a like a pinky toe. I said, I said, you got the sugars, the sugars. <laughs> <laughs> we got issues, man. We got issues. <laughs> but <laughs> Kudo's you, bringing it, bringing I, it with the snack bug, man. That's I, some stuff, man. Let's see if I can transition this to someone else who has issues. B. Simone. Okay. So, um, how many of you guys know or heard of B. Simone? I think it was like Tiki, Kujo. You guys have heard of her? Yep. So, I, I just she's on Wild and Out, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, she is on Wild and Out. And she started oh, she out is? as a social oh, media influencer. So she she's got some serious issues on her hands. So she um well one she got into a little bit of hot water because she uh, was having a conversation I think with Nick Cannon not necessarily on Wilding Out but I think they were on like a different platform and she was saying how she prefers her preferences to date other men who are entrepreneurs and like she doesn't prefer to date men who have nine to five jobs. And Nick Cannon was a little thrown off because he was like, I mean, hey, what was that? What's wrong with that? Because, you know, there are a lot of men out here who have really great nine-to-five jobs, but for her, it wasn't necessarily about the money, right? So she was saying that, you know, a guy who's an entrepreneur would understand her lifestyle because she doesn't have, you know, keep normal hours, which I get that. Um, but a lot of people had a lot to say. So within, I don't know, what, 72 hours, she has a whole Scandal break because she wrote this book, and inside of the book she had some manifestation worksheets that she was working on, and it comes out that part of her parts of her book is plagiarized, and you know she was saying that you know her team dropped the ball and that you know but it's her you know she's the leader of the company, um, she made like I think a close to a million dollars if not a million dollars off of this product in addition to some other stuff she was doing so. I mean, do y'all think she's going to be canceled after this, or do you think she can come back from this? So let's just start with the preference first about the nine to five. Like, how do the guys on the platform feel about her saying it? Do you feel any type of way about it? Do you care? Do you not care? Well, well Diva, listen, I'm going to hop in here because I never knew who she was until we mentioned this, <laughs> and I just want to put this PSA out to all the, 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 the fellas out here. Need to ensure... <laughs> That the woman they're dating need to see her without makeup on because I just googled her and I seen a picture of her, of her not oh, made up and it's it's you need to make sure that you see everything you're getting before you get it or this is what you get. That's what I got to say about that. Well, you know, on the show, uh, they actually pulled her wig off live and that was pretty funny. Oh dang! Yeah, y'all need to watch that. That went viral. So I take it you guys don't care about that. So moving on. So the whole nine to five thing is like, so she's, I, I think in her mind, because she came from being a waitress, 
she's thinking of because that's what she was doing. I'm not knocking waitresses. She was a waitress five minutes before she got famous. So she, when she says a guy with a nine to five, I'm assuming she's thinking of where she was when she was a waitress. I don't know that she would have any other point of reference for any other type because you can, she said, I need a CEO or entrepreneur. You can be a CEO and it still feel like a nine to five. It's not like, I think she's thinking about somebody that has to punch a clock, like a hourly, like clock punching type. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what she was thinking about when she said that, which she still is completely wrong. But because anybody in any salary role, you don't have to punch a clock. You can be high paid salary or, or CEO, whatever level you're at. You still so, got to show up to work. Well, from the, you're not. From the article, she wasn't talking about from a financial point of view. As an entrepreneur, as I read the article, I understood what she was saying because men who have nine to five jobs, like a set schedule, don't always understand when you keep unnormal hours as an entrepreneur. They they sometimes have a problem with it because they're like, Well, can you if you don't punch a clock, they're like, Well, couldn't you have done that earlier? Or do you have to take a meeting right now? Do you have to be on the radio right like I mean so, so yeah, it can so be little that's, stuff that's like that that guys will say. Where, where I was going with that is that if she is she was talking about she had to be talking about somebody that punches a clock. Because any other position that you would classify as a nine to five, you could be an hourly, I don't know. I mean, you could be a salaried uh, analyst or program manager or anything. You technically work a nine to five by kind of by definition, but your hours aren't necessarily nine to five. You are on the clock all the time. She's saying you got to be an entrepreneur because you need to understand why I'm up at 3 a.m., well, two things. Yeah. It shouldn't always be required <laughs> for you to be up at 3 a.m. You need to work on your time management skills. And two, <laughs> what? why is that the mindset? Like, because I didn't need you to understand why I'm up at 3 a.m. That's what an entrepreneurial mindset is to you? Understanding No, it's, a, crazy it's an example because, one, she films a show. You don't always film a show from 8 to 5. Sometimes they may not start filming until 8 o'clock, and they may go over into, you know, 12, 14-hour shoots. When they shoot while and out, they shoot two days straight, and they may shoot, you know, four to six episodes in two days. For some people, that's going to be a problem. When you date, you got actors and movie stars who have the same problem with people who they date who really don't understand their lifestyle. It ends up breaking them up. So she was coming from a point of view of feeling like, well, if I date somebody who also is familiar with that type of lifestyle, then maybe I won't, it won't create issues. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've had friends who are entrepreneurs who've had that problem too. So even me dating sometimes, it it, it has been a problem. So it's kind of like, well, you really going to go do a client here at 10 o'clock? Yes, I am. My client just flew in. Yes, I'm going to go do here. So Sometimes people understand, some they don't. So from her point of view, I think that's just one example. I don't think she has to be up every day at 3 o'clock. But if they got to do press or got to go to a club, you know, I don't know if somebody's paying her to show up at a club or something. Yeah, you ain't going to show up till 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, probably. I don't know. She had me until she plagiarized some junk. <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't know what she's going to do that now or her whole, she just made a million dollars off of nine to five people. <laughs> so. I, 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 th- 
I think that's what they call instant karma. She says some dumb shit, and then some dumb shit happens to her. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't she really? I mean, is it dumb though that she feels that way? I mean, there's some it people is. who feel like it's I, the. I, I think. It, I mean, but, I think there's a difference between consider. I think there's a difference between somebody being considerate of your lifestyle or your career choice or understanding your lifestyle and career choice versus somebody being you could you could have a dude that's a CEO or entrepreneur that still don't understand why you up at three AM. Like that's it true. I don't know I don't that's, know if you would quantify that just cause, so so let me so some of the people on this on this show right now, does anybody work at a at a company where you would probably define what you do as having a nine to five? And I will tag on the, to the back end of that question is do you always stop working at 9 o'clock at 5 o'clock sorry no hell no <laughs> hell no exactly I, exactly that's it. she had to be talking about somebody in like the service industry because if you're a waitress and your shift ends at 3 and they tell you to go home at 3 you stop waitressing and you go home no man you bring up things too Joe if you are a financial analyst or if you are a program manager or you are a somebody who has a laptop that they take home, you open that laptop when you go home. Man, I work ungodly hours, man. Someone in a non, probably a non-leadership position. I just got a text from a listener that said, you know, I will be defined as that, but I work 12 hours. I think she made that comment based on her experiences. I agree, too. Um I think she kind of made it based on her experiences, but end up, you know, offending people because she generalized like a whole section of people. Um, but I think that's just how the easiest way that she classified it. I, I think she could have probably worded it better, but yeah. A lot of people get classified as nine to five, but they're not technically nine to five. Yeah, I, I, I think nine to five is a blanket that covers, I think, anybody with a regular job. And nobody yeah, stops I, working at yeah. five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's some roles. I mean, there, there are a lot of roles where I mean, once you once your shift stops, that's that's it. And I think maybe her statement might cover those people. Um, I think it. But, I think it yeah. mostly does because she was. I think she said somewhere else where she was saying she doesn't have to. They don't have to be an entrepreneur, but she just preferred it. But you know. You better get somebody with a consistent chick. It don't matter what they do. <laughs> so, then, so, then, so, so then we end up finding out that she's stealing from Pinterest and making money off of it. <laughs> Bro. So she a whole thing. She a whole nine to five hating thief. Man, you, you just cannot make stuff up. You can't. So let me ask y'all this: Do y'all think that game that game? Has, I don't know if anybody's ever played it called What the Meme. It's like a game night type game, like a board game almost, but it's called What the Meme, and it's just a pack of like pictures and memes that are kind of you know famous across the internet or whatever. And it's some cards, and you got to kind of match funny comments or funny captions with the meme. I always no. thought that was kind of. I want to say it was. It's a it's a great game. It is a great game. It's very fun, but I mean, it kind of stole something that's kind of in the public space, which are memes, and then it, it's kind of profiting off, you know what I mean? Like it's monetizing an idea that came from the internet that wasn't supposed to be monetized. So I always kind of felt a little weird about it, even though I like the game. 
So, so is this like a literal card game, or is it like a virtual thing? No, it is a literal card. Like you go. No, it's a card game. You, you can, yeah, you can find what the it's called, what the meme, and it is a bunch of cards that have pictures of memes on it. Okay, so you know, like the the um, little white girl that kind of makes the face, like the stank face, like she was a little yes, girl. Yes, love her. So, <laughs> yeah. So that one, that card is in the pack. And you have to like put a a funny caption to it, and then like there's a judge who judges who has the funniest caption kind of thing. So anyway, so that's kind of the premise of the game. Oh, it's like a lesser level of Cards Against Humanity. We should totally play that when we go bowling, you know, with Cujo. It's bowling game. Like when we take a break, we should play. Oh, I've been bowling eight times since quarantine, and I got a hair. Damn it, man! Where was our invite? Well, you I know, they declared the They declared the Rona is over though, Cujo. It's you know, so you know. Oh, you, you can go bowl. Bowl. I had you to go, go bowl, man. I mean, we've been healthy this thus far. I mean, I think we could like get a private section and bowl, right? Who's <laughs> <out? laughs> Something like that. <laughs> we could still take the quarantine with everybody else. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, no, no, we're not going to read any articles from the Gentleman's Journal while we bowl. <laughs> now, for, for, for Jeff in Des Moines, who's never listened to the show before, he doesn't get it. But for them two people that's been here since the beginning, they, they're really laughing their ass off right now. Thanks, Kujo. You know how to, I appreciate it, man. They just never let you forget anything around here. So um, does this conclude Be Simone Talk? Never. Talked about again? Yes? No? Maybe. I mean, oh, we yes. go around the table. If anybody else has anything to say, I mean, okay. So let's let's open it up to when do because pre- this could just very well be her preference, right? So when do preferences become just your preference versus you offending a group of people or, or becoming problematic, as as the uh, as the kids like to say? <laughs> That's question. When when do preferences become problematic? We'll open up the phone lines. Five one six. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh my god! I'm gonna be so proud of him. He got the phone number. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> all right, all right. So if, if you're listening and you want to give your opinion on this, we'll open up the phone lines. Five one six three eight seven one eight zero five. If you called in and it asks you to speak to the host, just press one so that we know you want to talk. Okay. Press one and text after you dial the number. Give him the text number. Six seven eight. We want to know how you feel about it. Please. Yeah. Jeez, man. Right. So is anybody on the, is there anybody on the panel that has a preference that they're brave enough to say that they think might be conceived, you know, perceived as problematic? Oh God! I know four of us need to tread real lightly with what we say here. <laughs> I'm like the only person who could probably legit say something without getting in trouble. Probably. Go ahead, ATL, you, right. you just you just put the target on your back. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, oh boy, you know, I used to have a lot of preferences and then they changed just a little bit. Like I, ooh, I used to have a preference that I didn't 
um, date people who had kids. We could date probably, but I it would I, it would definitely not go anywhere. I think a lot of people without kids are headed at some point. Yeah. It's not it's I not horrible. Like no, that's not that's not um, that's not far fetched. That's not. I mean, I'm pretty tall, so I had a preference where I didn't prefer to entertain people shorter than me. Um, <laughs> I think that's I think that complex- is 100% <laughs> understandable. I, know, I had man, a complexion like- preference once, I you know, and then Whoa. that went out the door. <laughs> yep. Um, what, what about you, T? Um, like, there was a point where like I would only date dark skinned dudes that were taller than me because I'm pretty tall as well. So if it was a light skinned dude, he wasn't going anywhere. Wow! Um, and then, wow! Hey, the the Filipino on the panel is offended by that. Well, and, that's 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 fine. and of course, he's not light skinned. He's Filipino. So that's and then of course, <laughs> the, the other the other brother on the panel that's even lighter than I am, which happens to be my brother. He doesn't hold even on, jump hold to on, the hold rest. Time out, time out. <laughs> you are way lighter than me. You, like people really confuse you for a Mexican person. Like let's stop. Get out of here. Fight, fight, fight. I don't know. I mean, Mexicans I'm are a lot of different things. Like us, they're not necessarily light. Wait, I'm sorry. We wait, no, like her no, like y'all walked up to him and his wife and kids and asked, like speaking Spanish. Okay, like there's levels to this. Please continue, Tika. I'm sorry to cut you off while you were taking down, you know, Albie Sure and Christopher Williams and all the light skinned brothers. Please continue. Don't don't forget Albie Sure. Wait a minute. Did you just come with like the Hall of Fame of light skinned dudes? Yes. Um, and then at one point, like I was in love. If it was a dope boy, I was there for him. But then my preference changed to dudes who had 401ks and health insurance. So I feel like preferences hold on, hold change on. over question. time. I have a question. Legit going to ask a question. So yeah. clearly there's something that happened that made you change drastically your preference. Did you get caught up in a drug deal? I Like, I just need to know what no. happened. No. No, I've never been caught up in a drug deal. Let me just put that out there. That has never happened to me before. I've never yeah, I mean, you nothing from... in your butt, in your butt, correct? <laughs> you're, you're going from no. somebody who avoids the IRS annually to somebody who files his taxes every year. Something happened, and I need to know what happened. Uh, we're gonna dedicate a whole show to Tiki Cass because she she got some things. So they call her Tiki for a reason. I think she hired from somebody. I think she in witness protection. <laughs> I'm not in the protection. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? She can say you wrong, girl. She can It's a lot of women who like who dated dope boys back in the day. We a lot of us. I think that's most women, to be honest. I think that's most women like like like. Listen, I have never dated a dope boy. Now, me, I have been a that he told you. That he told you. Have you dated anybody with a Cadillac Escalade? (laughs) A crown bitch? Wow. Wow. She didn't even give an answer. (laughs) 
She didn't give an answer. Crown police mirror still on the driver's side. Charger Chrysler 300. I think what we're trying to say is that all women are attracted to bad boys when they're younger, and then once they mature, they get they get with the working stiff. No, you're yeah. attracted to them. No better now. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to leave you over there. You're cute and everything, but uh, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Just say, supposedly, you know, and this is a hypothetical situation. So Hypothetically, I got out the shower one day and saw some stuff on the bed, and I was like, oh, you for real adult, boy. Um, maybe I'm oh. not really about this life. I was just playing Maybe, you know, hypothetically, had that happened, I could see mm. how one would turn from dating dope boys to somebody who files regular tax returns. Let's just say it, let's just say it like that. So I was mean, it a Glock, Uzi, M16? No, what M16? I'm sorry, what was the first part of that? Uh, Uzi, Glock. You mean, as a, what, hypothetically, what would have been on the bed? Yes, yes, hypothetically. I'm just trying to see what you were hypothetically working with here. She saw that Draco on the bed. Uh, um, I don't I don't I don't know one weapon from the next level, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. But hypothetically well, like, Tiki, Tiki was scared she was gonna get black cat, black cat cat. <laughs> hypothetically had I seen an Okay, we 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 need we definitely need uh an entire almost so dedicated Tiki and her shenanigans. But before before we we definitely do, but before we go to break, we need to hear from from the guys on the panel some of the preferences and then we'll go from there cuz I think we put a lot of pressure on the ladies to go around. <laughs> to put to themselves. Let me get my let me get my controversial statement out the way. I I don't really mess with girls that have wigs or weave that is drastically longer than their actual hair length. I just can't. Look, you're cutting a lot of women out, bro. I know, right? Like you, you down. Hey, look, look, look. When, when you take your weave out. I don't need your hair looking like a buzz cut. I need it, you know, shoulder length. So let me ask you this. Have you ever helped a, a woman take her weave out? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I was just saying that in general. <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> well, I don't want to fall. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> oh, that's so well, funny. Uh, okay, I, I, who's I, I next think, with I, the purpose? I think I think one of my mm-hmm. only ones was always was always um, I didn't do I didn't do shortcuts like I don't I never liked not I won't say I never liked short haircuts but it was just always my preference I didn't want to date a chick with a short haircut. Wait, what kind of short haircut? Because you know you got the Jada Pickett Smith, then you got you know like the one I just mentioned the buzz cut. Like how short are we talking? Yeah, yeah, like the like like it could range anywhere from tennis ball head to like the 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 TLC old school like Bob where it stopped where the Bob stopped right at your temples kind of thing like the nineties it just any any version of short haircuts like I I never really was into that um, 
I can appreciate it. And I like when Rihanna was rocking the pixie cut uh, back in the day. Like I didn't, like I wouldn't have dated her. Like I get it. And I was like, yeah, she cute. She yeah. Fine, when when she did that, like, a little I bit of my soul left me. I was hurt. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was edgy and it, it swept the world. I mean, it, it, a lot of people was rocking them hairstyles and, um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I could never do it. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? I hear y'all saying you don't really like women with short hair. I hear some men saying, oh, this woman has to have long hair, whatever. Then they complain about the face being in, the hair being in your face. You don't want it in a ponytail. You want to be able to play with it, play with it when you get ready to, you know, but, you know, it's in your face. It's bothering Like, what the hell do you want? What are we supposed to do here? Like, do I, I pull don't, it up in the bun? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if this panel is uh, good I, enough well, to no, give you an say, answer on that one. I don't care. I don't care what we you like do with it. Like, if, like, I I think I might have maybe grown past that preference. I still wouldn't, like, if I was if I was out in the dating pool, I probably would still not, you know, whatever. I, I don't know about the short hair. But um, I don't care what you do with your hair, to be perfectly honest. As long as it, as long as you still, you know, you're not changing your face, because that's that's the mo- that's the money that's the breadwinner, that's the money shot is your face. So that's yeah, that's all I care about. As long as you're still cute and the same person on the inside, all that soft stuff. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it seems like preferences are more work for the person who sets the preference, because then you got to do all this bobbing and weaving checking off all these boxes and all this other stuff and before you even attempt to emotionally set yourself up for it. Me personally, I love my wife. She's the apple of my eye. <laughs> Nobody can tell me otherwise. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but for me, when I was younger, um, it was kind of easy for me because I had a severe allergic reaction to mafetol. So it kind of automatically weeded out certain people. So uh other than that, pretty oh. face. I was cool. I was cool. You had an allergic reaction to what? To Nasacol. I'm okay. Ah got it. Got it. Nasacol. Got it. Oh that's funny. <laughs> did it did, did they ever straight over here finna be on Google like what Nasacol? Wait. Oh Nasacol. Got it. What were you asking, Kujo? No, 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 that was it. I just I didn't hear what you said, but I I'm 100. I, I know I know. Yeah, I'm familiar with the uh, the um, the affliction. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's pretty dire. I mean, it. it yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a man. lot of people with that out. And, you know, that's never been a. I mean, look, I've always just asked. Look, it's, it's something. You know, nice and and just well proportioned to to it, it ain't got to be like, you know. I don't know. I, I, I would literally have to see you walk away before I would walk forward. So I would oh. have to protect myself. That's got to do the talking before you do the walking. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> they cut the feel down pretty easily. Oh, I can't believe. Hey, you know Jerk, what you like? Jerk, Jerk walking to him like, oh, I saw you from the fat, from the front. Turn around real quick, girl. Oh, okay, yeah, we can talk now. 
I don't know why he turned into a a seventies like Mac or Pimp or something real quick, but that's just how I imagine Jerk talked back in the day. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, did he have Jerry Curl? I mean, what? I mean, same. He grew up in the same time period, same fashion, and everything. He's just that was just the way he talked. Oh, well, well, that's a big deal. <laughs> he said, "That's how he talked." Well, I guess I don't, just, I don't know why. Uh, well, okay. Well, this concludes this giant turkey. No, it don't. No, it don't. You didn't give yours. Don't run. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He tried to run. What? We this, wait. This ain't about me. Nobody wants to hear my preference on anything. They don't want to hear. I it. think we all do. He wants to hear your preference. Hold, hold on, no. hold on. Everybody on. Everybody in the room, say aye. 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 I hate y'all, man. All right. Anybody say aye. nay? Oh, I didn't hear anything. All right. So back in the day, okay, old 16 over here liked hood girls, okay? So if you was hood, I was about <laughs> that life, right? And Ratchet. <laughs> yeah. If you was ratchet, I was, I was, I was it, with it. it. It went hand in hand with his amateur rap career, I'm assuming. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know because I figured that if I got with a girl that was real hood, I could try and, you know, like try to refine her a little bit and try to take some of the hood out of her, you know, try to. Captain, save you know, the hoe? Oh, so you wow. were saving out here. Wow. You were saving the citizens oh, of the world. Saving. That's what you were doing. I hate y'all, man. Yeah, I really you. I, I really like nah, but it, it just so happens that th- that was just my thing back then. I guess it was a, stody, a steady diet of, you know, nice rap music. I don't know what it was, but um, it, it's funny because who knows me knows that I'm the woman I married is like the complete opposite of any of that. Couldn't be further from that. So, but yeah, that was my big thing. I liked uh, uh, hood girls, and then um, it was also um, also back then. Uh, short girls as well, and I also went the complete opposite of that too because my wife is tall. So those are my two main things: short girls, hood girls. That was my thing. Circa nineteen ninety something. So somebody just texted me. You basically like make the stallion. Well, <laughs> I don't want no stallion. Yeah. Remember, folks, a stallion is a male horse. Sixteen doesn't do the male horse, so appreciate it. I knew that was coming. <laughs> no, Meg, the rapper. No, no thanks. Yeah, still no thanks. I'm good. Or are those city girls? Hey, that... back in the day. No. Yeah, city girls. Ooh. No, that's no, that's like, no, that's. Not, I ain't oh, listening. Like I said hood. To be made from the rapper but, or the city girls. Let me just say neither, because I ain't trying to catch nothing. So we're gonna go with neither. Um, yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> because good. you love your wife, I'm dead again. Apple of your eye and nobody, yeah, nobody can tell why. <laughs> hey, and this is this is old sixteen. So old sixteen needs to be channeled to answer the question. Old. That's back when he was 16. He was only fifteen. Shit. He wasn't even sixteen yet. He was just fifteen <laughs> back then. <laughs> I was yeah, like I fifteen it. back then. <laughs> What's wrong, with y'all, man? <laughs> 
I guess it must be, that must be easy, but uh, don't nobody take that. Patent pending. Patent pending. Cujo. Patent pending. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> Ooh, that was great. Uh, okay, so y'all got it out of me. Are you happy now? And it's documented for people to listen to. So, go. Ease, man. Can we can we get to go. one? Got to go, please. This is this is getting out of hand, man. Who got the target on their back now? Hmm. Y'all did with your dad. Right. Somebody say one got to go. All right, M sixteen. <laughs> here, here we go. One 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 got to go. Hood girl, hood girls. You know what? I'm this. Never mind. <laughs> well, no, no. Hood girls, <laughs> short girls, or Cardi B. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna take. Oh, I'm actually gonna take D. I'm married and I no longer wish to discuss this. This man gave himself a round of applause. There it is. A round of applause. Are you sweating over there? Like what's happening? Like you, nah, I'm. I'm. I'm great. Like, I'm just. I'm just trying to figure out how this. How this became about me. So we just just transition right the fuck on. Because you the one tried to run. If you if you, if you participated yeah. the entire if you, if you participated the entire conversation we wouldn't be on you he ran the whole conversation then tried to come back good talk you guys let's I go know. to something else are you tired are you tired of your legs hurt all that running no I'm good I'm good <laughs> we housekeeping on on air you know there's other fireworks and shit that be going on in the background that we be having to take care of that's all Eesh. oh okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Easy. What, what's the one got to go for today? All right, so this one got to go is black movie themed. We got four choices. Uh, we got Love and Basketball, Soul Food, Friday, and Boys in the Hood. So I'm going to just, before I pass it on to y'all, I'm just letting y'all know Friday and Boys in the Hood are staying. They are safe, in my opinion. Now y'all can have at it. The hell? Wait, say again. Love and basketball, soul food, uh-huh. Friday, and boys in the hood. Oh. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm gonna go with love and basketball. Let me go ahead and jump out there. I'm going to go with Love and Basketball because it just seemed really, really odd to me that she never attempted to bat for the other team given her career. Oh, shit. She didn't give it an opportunity <laughs> to develop. Oh, my God. You know, so it, it just didn't seem realistic. Women to me. community is outraged by your answer right now, Jake. Half I of the am, black I'm women community is af- outraged by everything, oh. I'd say. I'm getting ready to play. Oh, yeah, This oh. is true, too. Wait, did he say soul plane or soul food? Because that's going to make a difference. Soul food. Soul food. Oh, shit. I thought he said soul plane, and I had a for sure answer then. Um, oh. I'm going to be soul food. I'm out. I need Yeah, I'm leaning for a soul food, too. I, do I don't like think that was on the list. That is one of my favorites. No, I'm going with Boys in the Hood. As one got to go? Outrage. Yeah. Oh, no, we got to hear why. No, we got to hear why. Okay. No. The reason why is because when that movie came out, okay, so I didn't, I wasn't raised in that type of environment. So it was really hard for me to relate to the movie itself because I didn't see a whole lot of, you know, 
the activities that were going on in the movie. Where I grew, I grew up in a suburban area, where I was, you know, one of a handful of black kids in an all-white school. You know, we lived in a pretty, you know, decent, a pretty good area. So that wasn't my everyday life. So it wasn't until much later where I really kind of understood Boys in the Hood a little bit better um, when it originally came out. I, of course, I get along love and basketball. I, I'm a sucker for a love story. That's, I mean, that's just it. I love I that movie. And then, you know, I can feel so fooled because I've been in a situation where the grandma is the head of the family, and then, you know, if, if something happens to her, yeah, the family does start to fall apart, and you got to figure out how to put that shit back together again. So I can relate to that as well. And then, wait, what was the other one? Friday. Oh, I just love Friday. Shit, it's funny as hell. <laughs> hey, hey, for the record, I don't think Cuba Gooden Jr. grew up in that environment either, but he did a hell of a job I was job about playing. to say, I was about to say, just by show of hands, how many people on the panel have grew, grew up in that environment? M16. Oh, I didn't see. Well, well, for me, in 16 that's a negative. <laughs> Um, I, 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 w- I will say that, that I, I, I'm not a, um, I'm not a big fan of like the Avengers because I, di- I didn't grow up with superpowers on a team full I'm of done. people that, you oh my know, God. I, my best, my best friend didn't turn green when he was angry. So, you know, that's why I don't like the Avengers. So it's, it's really starting to feel it like did, a you people kind of content. It didn't tell your, it didn't tell your story, right? No, it didn't. The Avengers did not tell my story. I'm a regular. Pro- I would have. I would have loved to have seen that movie shot from the perspective of the guy getting out the cab, running across the street because he was scared. <laughs> that seems like a guy that I can relate to, not the, not the roided up, a uh, hundred year old man or the you know green monster guy. You know, I couldn't relate to those people. They just didn't speak to me. You know what? They had a TV show. On that premise a while ago, it only lasted a season. I can't think of that. Damn it! Now you got me thinking about something. <laughs> I think it was so, but I'm just I'm just bullshit, man. I, I get it. The others the others were, were were more relatable to you. Um, and I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I don't I can't recall in my adult years seeing Boys in the Hood or Soul Food. I probably saw them maybe when closer to the time they came out, and I'm only 32, so that would have made me. Very young seeing those movies, so I, 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 by default, I don't even know if I can make a decision. But Soul Food seems like something I wouldn't gravitate towards, so I'd say Soul Food. Am I the only one that didn't go yet? Yes. Did Diva give hers? She said Soul Food. Oh, yeah, Soul yeah. Food could go for me. Yeah, for me it's uh, it's soul food. Um, I mean, no real further explanation has to be. It's the weakest of the four, in my view. You cannot give up love and basketball at all under any circumstance. Uh, same for Friday and Boys in the Hood. Oh man, you would you would show your light skin side and vouch for love and basketball, Lord have mercy. But if I keep, <laughs> but if I keep, damn, soul food. I mean, this dude, all this whole show, like, hey, easy to owe your money or something, man. Like, fuck, man. What the hell? <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. That that scene where he destroyed her in 21 was very non light skin. 
<laughs> like I play you for your heart. <laughs> Bro, you were and beat up by twenty points. <laughs> you you wouldn't be nice neither. If somebody gets you out of your nice comfortable bed to come play a, 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 a game, you'd be pretty irritated too. You'd be very irritated. Yeah, I don't watch something and it's like the, the bomb and you like watch it in the in the essence of it and then you go back and watch it like this movie and like a lot of scenes that you was like, Oh my god, it's so amazing and now you're like dying laughing because it's not. Yeah. The beloved basketball is definitely that movie. <laughs> I was about to say that about all of these movies. Like if we went back this weekend and all four all of us watched all four of those movies, we'd probably have different opinions. You, you would because Boyhood was on the other day and the the acting in that movie is so incredibly bad that you just it's unbelievable. <laughs> but it's still a classic because, you know, it it was what it was, but if you base it on today, you know, it's still you know, it's still something you can't turn away from. You still keep hoping Ricky makes it every time, spoiler alert. But you know you know, that's just one of those Wait, things. Did you just give a spoiler alert on a twenty five year old movie? Yeah, it's actually like 30 years old at this point, but you know, you just never know I who think, hasn't I seen think, anything. I think if Titanic needs spoiler alert, then I think anything's open for it. You just never know oh who it's going to be. I tell you right now, I watched part of Boys in the Hood this weekend. This past weekend it was on. They're playing it a lot these days. Uh, so you could probably catch it if you haven't seen it recently. You could probably catch it on like I think, I think it's playing on Showtime. MTV I think it's on Showtime this month. If you got yeah. time, I, I, yeah. I, I think I missed that bus, and I'm cool. <laughs> but you know, it's, man, it's, that's it's not like I can go back and be like, "Hey, man, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Boys in the Hood." Like I would be, I would be like the only person. But it's like nobody, who's gonna want to discuss the 30 year old movie as enthusiastically as somebody who just watched it. Nope, it has it has moved it's moved on. But I do want, yeah. I wonder if we would get enough feedback while we're talking about movies. If you're out there listening, and it could be now or it could be later on the week, whenever you hear this, send us an email, the radio show inbox at gmail dot com during the week, or text us six seven eight eight hundred one six seven seven and tell us which old black movie you want us to review and we'll see if it aged well or not. So. Six seven eight eight hundred one six seven seven, or the radio show inbox at gmail dot com. Send it whenever you have a chance. We got a whole week until you know the show is back on live. So be I have a few stipulations on whatever suggestion that we get from the audience. Um, nothing long. So you know if it has a runtime over to over two hours, so over hundred. You know, go ahead and don't send us that one. And also, nothing with a cookout or a family reunion scene in it. Please. <laughs> okay, so that's every Tyler Perry movie out. Every Tyler Perry movie's out, then. So basically... Ooh, oh, can we also make sure that it's on, on... Can we make sure that it's on a streaming service? Like, we already pay enough for all this shit, so don't have us trying to buy nothing. Like, <laughs> we don't need to download cool. IMDB or whatever it's called. Please. So, yeah, please send, send those along. We do the right thing. Or school days. Oh shit. Oh cornbread. So cornbread yeah. me. <laughs> so please uh, you know, send those suggestions along and we'll we'll have a, a segment of the radio show at the movies. You know, um, we can review love and basketball. I, I am hundred percent open to that because I I still wanna discuss in in, in its entirety 
the scene where this young lady stepped up and said, look, I want to play you in a game of basketball, and the stakes are your heart. I want to play you for your heart. I am putting everything on the line to get you to love me. And he scuffed up by 20 points. <laughs> All right. So we'll get we'll get that together then, and we'll still take the the, the suggestion from the listeners. So y'all want to watch Love and Basketball? We can watch Love and Basketball. Maybe we can do it on a video or something. Fine, let's do it. Whatever. Um, I have one thing that we we should probably watch it like together, like on um, what is it like? What platform is it on? Is we it on Netflix? Watch party and watch it together, if possible. Logistics of it and try to bring it to the people. Um, so I got a question for y'all, man. Do we take another break and play another song or do we go ahead and just go into random? This show has been all over the place. Oh, yeah. I mean, we didn't really follow a format this go round. Well, we can go right into random. Probably can just wrap it on up. <laughs> this, this has been this has been one of these signature radio show train wrecks. I'm here for it, though. I'm here for it. All right, so random, in case you're brand new to this, is uh, where we uh, end the show with whatever random rant comes to your mind. And, boy, they are some crazy. I'm interested, actually. I would love for Tiki to go first because Lord knows what she got going on in this. She's about to get an entire aftermath straight up dedicated to her past. I, we, we, we got to talk. <laughs> what you got, Tiki? First of all, y'all going uh, to leave me alone because had I not gone through those experiences or – Hypothetical experiences. I would not be the person that I am today. Yeah, that sounds Judge, like the intro to a book. Can we get just, that going? Whatever. Uh, this week, my um, my random is: your company is still trying to figure out if you want to allow people to be off this coming Friday for Juneteenth <clears throat> um, as a paid company holiday, and you're still on the fence about it. The hell with you. Fuck you. We're not patronizing your business no more because. We tired. We get off every year for damn Columbus Day. We get off every year, damn year for Fourth of July. The homicide has landed. Give us free and pay us for the damn day and let people off on damn Friday so we can get to our damn cookouts and shit for the weekend. That's all I got. I just I'm pissed about that shit. You're <laughs> <be> so angry. <laughs> Well, all right then. <laughs> She's more triggered than sixteen. I never thought I'd see this in my life. Yeah, I thought y'all thought I ran it. Just saying. <laughs> only only sixteen would raise somebody on the show who out who out triggers him so he can just look calm even though he looks whatever. You know, somebody asked me real quick, somebody asked me listener said are you really that angry in real life? I'm like, I'm not angry at all. I'm like the most laid back person you've ever met. Like, I'm not angry. People just need to piss me off. That's all. That's how I feel too. I'm not an angry person. I really don't give a damn. So, there it is. There it is. You know what? I'm going to just jump in with this one real fast. And, and this is just a, a random observation that I, I had here. And I'm going to just leave this here. That right now, everybody's like, Support black businesses, be about black businesses, put money back in the black community. And I am 100% with that. I'm 200% with that. Only thing I ask in return is something simple. Get your customer service together. 
match that intensity with your customer service. That's all I got to say about that. But whatever, it's cool. I know what you're doing. Yeah, so my so the coffee six nine goes prison, and now he's super like he's out in protective custody. But it's super bragging about these multicolored rainbow unicorn wigs that he's wearing. I mean, I wonder who does he have install his lace front for him. Did he learn how I'm to done. install them in prison? I'm <laughs> done. I am done. Oh, I'm done. What does he have to make on his house oh, and install his wigs? And if so, does the same person who does his wigs do Nicki Minaj wigs? I'm just curious. He's the worst rapper I have ever heard in my entire life. Ever. 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 Oh, ever. He's awful. Wow, you haven't heard, you haven't listened to Lil Pump then, have you? No. There's nothing that can beat him. Listen, Hold on now, Lil, Lil Pump. Oh, that no. Gucci gang was actually kind of far. Just, just okay, I'm sorry, we're stepping all over random. But he's, he's, he's awful. He's just awful. Sorry. Please continue. I'm sorry. He's, he's terrible. Awful. I'm going to just sit over here and rant to myself about how bad he is. I mean, I'm just saying. I want to know who does He's the worst rap I've ever heard of. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> 16's trigger. Who's surprised? I know exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to step on. Somebody can please go. I'm just saying. Who wants to go random? He's next? fucking horrible. I've been rapping for 25 years and I ain't got put on yet. And this <laughs> rainbow <laughs> motherfucker is all over YouTube getting paid. Fucking shit. I'm sorry. I said I was going to stop. All right. I'm good. Uh, First of all, color hair and a wig. I bet. I mean, you get it together. I'm. Hey, I'm good. I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good. He's got right, one good. more rant in him. I know it. No, so it's cool. Y'all, y'all go ahead and continue with random. I'm just stepping all over the show. Hmm. This motherfucker hmm. became a rat in the video <laughs> telling people he was snitching. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He, really does, wait. he really does have on a multicolor wig with baby shark. Uh, on his clothes? This is a grown-ass man? Is that what y'all telling me? <laughs> he also has a 69 tattoo right here. above his right eye. It's pretty interesting. I think Bubba was his thing. Like, I don't know, man. I think, you know, never mind. Anyways, we should put this picture up on um, our story to talk about it so people can see what we're talking about with this. It's Nobody very needs to see that at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I am. I'm, 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 my bad. Kujo, man, have you done your, your random? Please, please steal the... Just... Bro, like, common courtesy, the guy could have just turned her down for that game of basketball. He didn't have to do <laughs> her like that. <laughs> he could have just said, no, thank you. I don't want to play basketball right now. I don't like you. I don't love you. And went back in the house and left it at that. You had to go on the court and posterize this young lady just to show how badly you didn't want her when you did. I mean, clearly you did because I think they ended up in the end of the I don't know what was on his mind, but you didn't have to do that young lady like that. This was a 
clearly one-sided fight. This was like watching Mike Tyson walk in a, a room full of high schoolers and just go to work and just start just punching everybody, just knocking kids out of one mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was a 20 in the, in a, it, essentially, it was a game to, I don't know what they played to, 12. I'm just say 21 because everybody's familiar with the rules of 21. He beat her by 20. I think she scored one, <laughs> maybe. Well, he told uh. everybody and they still put him on. They still put him on. <laughs> First of all, I'm mad. We three. Three out of three for Trigger tonight. I, I mean, I've never seen Cujo so worked up. So we definitely got to watch this movie now. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Was, that that moment was comedy. That moment was comedy for me. I'm just saying. It was just so funny <laughs> just to watch this game of basketball go down. Jerk, jerk what, you, what you got, man? He's the rational one. I, I don't know if I can follow up with any of that because mine is bland as hell. I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen these commercials, but somebody needs to explain to me why Karen is selling wooden spoons as innovations. I don't know. Y'all may not have seen these commercials. Maybe it's just something that happens because I got this new cheap Hulu cable service. But Karen is selling a set of wooden spoons as an innovation of, it's an innovational way to stir stuff in a pot. So, yeah, I don't know why y'all made me talk. I knew I didn't have shit. That's why I was keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to bow out. I want to eat spoons now. I've been Googling the shit out of it, trying to find it so I can send it to you, but I... And uh, if I see when I see the commercial, I'll record it on my phone. I send it to you. You know what I'm talking. About. Wait, I'm mad. I almost got Karen, and that's not really her name. Okay, mm-hmm. you said it was on who? Wait, wait, wait. So Karen is selling fresh wooden spoons, a spoon set. No, they're like um, the cooking utensils. They're like I, yeah, the cooking utensils. Like one of them's like a little. I mean, they look like some shit you find in a house in like 1745. Like they, it, it looks like some shit you would find in a museum. But she's selling them as a set, and it's like, what the hell are you doing? And then she's lazy enough. The stuff that she's making and mixing is all carrying, carrying as hell. It's like mashed potatoes with cranberries in it. Like. She took Karen to a, to the next level, just basic and trying to push and sell it. But if I find it, I send it to you because right now I'm just rambling because I'm pretty sure I'm probably the only person that's seen it. Please do because uh, I do need a fresh set of wooden spoons. I, I do like them myself, uh, and if uh, we can get a fresh set, I, I wouldn't mind. But do you want them from Karen though? I mean. Um, I mean, if uh, if Kareen got some shit, I'll take them from her. I don't give a damn. I, I I just could use a fresh set. I mean, I'll go to Bath and Body, Bed Bath and Beyond if I need to. But uh, if I can get them shipped straight to the house, that's really all that matters to me at this point. <laughs> Man, easy. Did you give? Did you did you do your random yet? We, uh, we you know, follow I, random. I have on, not. Man. Please, 
I have not. Um, there's not a lot of things that uh, I agree with Donald Trump on, but look, I'm tired of wearing these damn masks. I'd be about to walk into the store, get all the way to the damn entrance. Now, it ain't the regular entrance because they got these shits all like a roller coaster line now, zigzag. And then I realized, damn, I forgot my mask. And I got to take this walk of shame all the way back to my truck, grab my mask, go all the way back inside. Can we just stop wearing masks? I mean, I'm going to yeah. keep wearing mine, but, you know. I really yeah. don't wear one. So there you go. Oh, well, all right. All right. Sometimes. Wear your mask. People, wear your mask. Just don't wear them in the car when you're by yourself. I don't know how many times. I mean, it's uh, also, also <laughs> one more thing. Um, Future really is the hood superhero. Uh, his baby mama said she wanted $53,000 in child support a month, and his counter offer was 1000 <laughs> Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, real, real quick before mm-hmm. we get out of here, Easy, are you trying to trigger me again? Just for the listeners out there, real quick before we wrap things up, we have a group chat that goes on all week long, and this one, could, uh, <laughs> God, Easy. So you you put in here about this Takashi Six Nine jackass, and he's like, nothing will stop me. I'm too big of a star for it. He couldn't even spell two. Words. It's got two O's and. Two 